What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions here. Episode 15. I'm real excited about this one. I can't believe we're not dead. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up swift. How many days? Nine days until No Man's Sky? Ooh, and that's when we quit everything. Yes. Yeah. Nothing matters. You might have to take but, a breather. But honestly, you know, we're never really serious on this podcast, but 15 episodes is pretty legit. Yeah. Considering we don't ever stick with anything, really. That's real. We've pl- I, think, I think Scion was like the only game that we've ever done. That was like more to, than like to completion. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a climax. <sighs> Anyhow, thorax abdomen. Oh, I live with this. It's really the same as being burned alive for eternity in actual literal hell from the Bible. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of which, so that's a nice segue. Let's oh. get right into preaching. Yeah, let's do it. It was the season finale. We're done. We're done. We have nothing left to live for. <laughs> Game of Thrones is over. Preacher's over. What are we going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, what are we? I was thinking about that today. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to place replace it with? Something new better start yesterday. All four people that listen to this, hit us up and be like, this is the show that you should be talking about. Yes. All four of the people that listen to this, and including share. us two. <laughs> so the other two people. Real. Tell us what's up. I was so, thinking about, do- oh, before we get into it, I was thinking about doing the... Um, I haven't seen that latest episode, but thinking about doing the uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is off the chain. No, that would be a cool one to um, do. I feel like it, it doesn't quite have the pizzazz that Preacher mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones right. had to right. really carry a segment, but I'm willing to try since we're going to have nothing. Possibly. I mean, we could go back to just talking about random ones every week. That'd be fun. Gi- I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, so yeah, episode 10, call and response. Uh, I thought it was a fucking great finale. Yeah, it's fantastic finale. They crammed a lot in, considering it wasn't like an extended episode. It was mm-hmm. just the normal length, but they fit a lot of shit in there. There was a lot of stuff going on. Um, so we started off with a really cool montage of Anvil. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice, you know, showing different parts of the town. It felt felt very Texas-y, even though off the top of my head, I want to say the show's not actually filmed in Texas. Is it not? I, I don't think so. I think it might be filmed in like Georgia or something. Interesting. As everything else is. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm Are wrong. Are a lot of things filmed in Georgia? Yeah, lately. Weird. It's a, it's like a new thing. A lot huh. of stuff is filmed in Georgia. Interesting. Um, I wonder why. I, who can say? Really? Maybe just jump from from uh, California. I yeah. guess California got too too expensive for TV shows. Pretty much. Huh. Um, so yeah, we start off with this really nice montage, and we get a really comical countdown till God. A big timer appears on the screen, and you know says uh, countdown till God. Uh, we hear on the radio that uh, local freak Eugene Root is still missing. They actually said that. Uh, and that Jesse is on the run from the cops. And right then we see Jesse fucking just hauling, hauling tits past the screen, <laughs> full sprint. I liked that, that like when they were doing that, there was a business and it was like preacher on the run or something. Yeah. It was like, it was like run preacher run. Yeah. 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 I, I thought that was a good little, little tie in. Also they showed the mascot. He was just creepily in a window and then shut the blinds. Yep. Which yep. are locked. The mascot has kind of been like the secret story in all the episodes. Yeah. Um, like that one episode of Community where Abed has the entire different storyline in the background of the scenes. 
the uh, the feud between the two mascots has kind of been like a secret storyline throughout the whole season of Preacher. But I'm not really going to get into that because that's ten episodes of telling you about fucking two and a half second scenes. Anyway, uh, so then we also see that Tulip is trying to find Jesse. She's back in town after her excursion meet Tinderizer adventure. <laughs> uh, and she finds out that Donnie may have Preach. So mm-hmm. she's like, Donnie! <laughs> Uh, so she shows up at Betsy and Donnie's house, uh, busts the fucking door out with a flamingo, as you do. Uh, and they're having dinner. She goes in with a gun. She fucking grabs Betsy, Betsy by the back of the head and smashes her face into the table, as Tulip should. Right. And then it turns out Jesse's just hanging out. Yeah, and I like before that, it showed that it showed that Donnie and his uh, wife or girlfriend, I don't know what, uh, they were back to having sex. Right, he got his fire back. Yeah. He got a little zest in his, in his pee pouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was spanking the fuck out of her. <laughs> yeah, they had to get like frozen vegetables. Yeah, she was out. sitting on a frozen bag of veggies at the dinner table, <laughs> and like she had the biggest fucking shit eating grin on her face. Such a strange little thing to add into a TV show, but I liked it. Uh, but yeah, so Tulip busts in. Uh, we do find out that Donnie is half deaf mm-hmm. from the uh, the gun incident, so a little bit of both. Uh, but yeah, Jesse's just hanging out. Donnie had a change of heart because in the bathroom, Jesse didn't make him blow his own head off. Uh, which is why he didn't kill Jesse at the church and just knocked him out. But he had a change of heart, and so Jesse's lying low there with uh, Donnie and Betsy. It was actually really cool. Uh, it was a really good scene. Donnie, yeah. the, the, the guy, the actor who plays Donnie, has actually been killing the game all season. He's yeah, this was the, his like, had, best scene. Yeah, he's had some really like not over the top, just legit acting scenes. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other characters have had good scenes while they were just being fucking lunatics. Right. Yeah. No. He he was killing it. Where it, it was a really standout scene for me. From for the whole show, not just for this episode. Like I, I, I like messaged you about it. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, Donnie's, Donnie's killing yeah, he's it." Fucking not playing around. Um, but that was a great scene. And then Tulip drags Jesse outside, mm-hmm. and he gives his apology finally. Yeah, uh, and it was a good apology. It was it good. Was really solid. And he basically is like, "I would do anything for you." Yeah, and she's like, "Anything, anything." And she kind of starts to like hint that she's going to touch his wing wong. Uh, she like reaches down and grabs his belt buckle. Touches him on the jeans, and then she like turns around, and I was like, "What oh, is about to go down?" Yeah, and thought, she pops the I'm... trunk, and Carlos is tied up in the trunk. Right? She's like, "All right, well, you're gonna do anything for me? You gonna fucking kill put, this dude? Put a slug in his dome?" Yeah. Then we finally get our flashback. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was a great flashback. So we jump back to whenever. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas, and uh, they're all robbing a bank together. Jesse, Tulip, and Carlos. Uh, Carlos is the getaway driver. Mm-hmm. Jesse and Tulip are inside, busting all the uh, safety deposit boxes open, and we can see there's some sort of an explosive device on the vault. And they're pulling stuff out. Uh, and then one of my favorite bits of the whole episode, definitely my favorite like actual comedy part of the whole episode, Jesse finds a big old giant double-fisted like sex toy, and uh, he starts trolling Tulip with it, and he says, come on, it'll be like Lady and the Tramp, but with our butts. <laughs> Oh, that thing oh. was monstrous too. When he pulled it out, I thought it was like a fucking dinosaur bone. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bleached white and yeah. incredibly large. Yeah. It was like, it was like my fist and forearm with another one of my fists on the other end. <laughs> yeah. And he was holding it straight and it just, I didn't see the fist. Yeah. So it just looked like the hip joint of a fucking big ass leg bone. Right. So I was like, did somebody just steal a fucking dinosaur bone and just stick it in a safety yeah, do- it looked, deposit box? It looked like a treat you would give to like a Tibetan Mastiff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like Lady in the Tramp with our butts was a real solid bit. Um, <laughs> that was a good bit. 
Yeah, and then uh, Carlos kind of seems a little bit envious that they're kind of having a party, mm-hmm. and he straight up fucks him. He just cuts the one of the guards loose and bails out, and then we get that scene that we'd seen previously mm-hmm. where Jesse had shot the, the guard as right. Carlos drives off, but then we get a little bit more in that we see that Tulip had a miscarriage right. at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of understand that scene way back when, when she told Emily that she did have a child at one point. Mm-hmm. That's what she was referring to. So now we see why they fucking hate Carlos's guts. Right. Uh, so back to present day, mm-hmm. Jesse is hollering why at Carlos and right. Carlos straight up just says you were happy. And he's, it was just, it was just jealousy. He was just mad that Jesse and Tulip were happy. Uh, so Jesse slobber knocks him right in the face. Uh, and then he doesn't, uh, I kind of, I honestly really thought they were just going to plug him right then. Right. Like I really genuinely did. So, after the punch, we cut to Ken Can and Meat and Power. And the we see a bunch of shit sliding down a shit tube into a big shit puddle. And all the methane gas is, is piling up. And we find out that's what all the pressure gauge was about this whole time, was all mm-hmm. the methane from all the doo-doo. Uh, Ken Can and Meat and Power, he, he, he farms the meat. All the cow shit makes methane, which he then uses to power the town. The pressure gauge guy is on the phone with his wife getting denied sex. That's relevant. <laughs> Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, relevant. Yeah, yeah t- tuck that away. Uh, yeah, tuck that tidbit away. Um, <laughs> so then we cut to the jail. Yeah. Uh, and Cass is there, and he's having a little one-on-one with Larry, the incredibly offensive caricature Indian high school mascot. And he's then uh, basically like, you know, maybe uh, maybe he'll like he won't press charges against you. Talking about the other mascot, which again. If you hadn't been paying attention to them being in the backgrounds of these scenes, you'd be like, what is happening right now? Uh, And then, but he gets out. The uh, mascot gets out. And then uh, uh, Sheriff Root starts interrogating Cass. Oh, yeah. About Eugene. This is one of my favorite scenes in the show. In the whole season. So so he kind of starts questioning uh, Cass about uh, Eugene. Mm -hmm. And Cass is being obviously... Flippant. Flippant and uninformative. Right. Uh, not telling him where the preacher's at. Not telling him where preaches, not telling him what happened to Eugene. Uh, well, he's, he is telling him what happened to Eugene. He's just not believing him. Well, not not yet. Right then. Oh, was right? it not then? No, no, because uh, he he starts going into his rap sheet. And then oh, he, okay, he, he mentioned okay. the thing later. Oh, okay, okay. I, I flipped the two. But yeah, so basically he... Uh, uh, Root starts going through Cass's rap sheet, and he's like, you did this, you did, did this, you robbed this person, you did these drugs, you were naked here. And then he points out that this take took place from like the 80s back to the 20s. Mm-hmm. And he basically knows Cass is a vampire. Uh, Which is a weird thing to just like figure out. Yeah, and also the fact that Root and Emily both just didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that. my initial thought was like, why wouldn't you just assume that he stole someone's identity? Yeah. Like my and my thought in a real logical world that they don't know where that vampires exist. If it's like this same world that we live in, I would just be like, "Oh, he took some guy's identity." Right? He's some kind of a phony. Yeah, he took some like ninety-year-old dude's identity. The end. But but anyway, he, he didn't. didn't. Uh, <laughs> That's so not how that went down. He starts then uh, torturing Cass uh, by shooting him and having a thermos full of blood to feed him to heal him up. So this goes on for a while. Cass has a bunch of holes blasted in him. And that's when he says the thing. Yeah, yeah. That the good news is Eugene is alive, but that also might be the bad news. Right. Yeah. And around that time, I think, is Root Root just kind of gives up. Yeah. And he 
Oh no 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 no. Yeah, Cass does. Cass starts to Cass starts to to fucking push him, mm-hmm. and he says some real shitty stuff. Like, aren't you kind of glad to have Eugene gone? Like, with just all his incessant questions and just blah 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 blah. Walking around like a like a slurping asshole or something yeah. like that. And uh, Sheriff freaks out and plugs him, puts the whole all the rounds into him, and then walks off and lets him out. Yeah, really cool scene. Uh, that, yeah, the sheriff's been killing it. Yeah, he's really really good. So then we flash back to Jesse and Tulip. Uh, she wants Carlos dead. Jesse's kind of like, no, nothing that we do is going to bring the baby back. And then Tulip's like, I know. But then Jesse kind of thinks about it for a minute. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to hell anyway. So he grabs a trash bag and uh, an oven mitt. And he goes out to the car, puts the gun in the oven mitt, puts the trash bag around Carlos's head, and is getting ready to shoot him. When Tulip stops him, because really... She just wanted to know that Jesse would do it. Right. She didn't actually want him to do it. Yeah, I, I actually really liked that touch. Yeah, me too. That that she actually stopped him. Mm-hmm. And so then they basically let Carlos go. They give him a tire iron and the gun, and it's still not fair. And then they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. You basically just cool. he's like terrified and not ready. And then Jesse starts to take his jacket off, and they like stand there together. And then we cut to just his face like walking down the street, and he's like smashed and walking like a zombie. Yeah, and I really like that. I really like that they're like. They hand him the tire iron, and you're like, what the fuck? And then he's like, no, no, here's still, the gun. Still not fair. Hand him the gun, too. And he's like, still not ready. And then he just gets the piss beat out of him. It shows him, like, a second later, and he's like, fucked up. Yep. So then we cut to five minutes till God. And um, we have a moment where a cop is talking to Betsy, trying to find Jesse. And it seems like she sells him out. She's like, he's at my house. Go get him. So then the, the police drive off, and then, mm-hmm. nope, he was hiding in her trunk. He hops out, and they all get the church set up. Uh, for, yeah, she sold the fuck out of that story. Yeah, I thought she was, I thought it was real. Yeah. I was like, like, that well, was now, like now what's going to happen? Yeah, I was like, damn. He like put us, the preacher put a spell on my Donnie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so then the whole church is full. The whole town is there. We see everybody. Ken Cannon's there. Both the mascots are there. Tracy Loach and her mom are there. Uh, Clive with his penis and a little fucking like medical container is there. Um, the pressure gauge guy and his like deny not letting him have sex with her wife. Uh, everyone's there, the whole town. Oh, and then here was a really, really fucked up moment where Emily's daughter is talking to her and mm-hmm. she asks if miles is going to be there. Uh, if, if miles is going to be here and the mom's like, no. And she's like, wouldn't he want to meet, meet God? And Emily's like, Oh, he's meeting him somewhere else. <laughs> Dang, Emily Cold. She, she I, won't, I won't get to it just yet, but yeah, she she dropped a couple like hard as fuck lines in this episode. Yeah, but yeah, there's one in a minute, and then it was really cool. Next was one of my favorite little exchanges in the in the entire episode where Donnie's wife is like basically like, "How are you going to call him?" And so preacher just pulls the pulls the the God phone out. It was so good. Yeah, and she he he basically is just staring at it like I have no idea, and she just looks at it and just like. Breaks it down. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, you're going to have the angel hand you're going to put here, and then you're going to like click on this, and you're going to do this, and this is how, probably how it dials up, et cetera. This is your speakerphone. Yeah. That was so cool. It was so funny. Dude. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. I, I just really liked it. It was, a, it was a cool, nice touch that, like, again, just those little details really, really do, like, add so much to a show. And I loved it. I loved just, like, they could have just not included that, yeah. and he could have just opened it and hit it, and it rang. But they didn't. They I like I liked that. Yeah. I really I really appreciated that. Um. So then, 
Uh, we have a moment where Tulip basically tells Jesse that she doesn't actually give a fuck what the outcome of this is as long as they get fries afterwards. And I actually I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Jesse just gets takes an inhale, a sharp inhale to start, and then Ken Cannon just p- appears in the screen. He just <laughs> steps into frame and starts hollering about how, like, oh, it's just like every other shaman and preacher in the history of time. He's telling, he's lying about everything because this is all bullshit. Uh, it was really funny the way he just steps into the frame, dude. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So then he sits down and then Jesse starts trying to figure out how to use the phone. He puts the angel hand on it and is like pushing buttons. And it was like, it was almost, it wasn't Scott's tots, but it was like cringy. Awkward. Yeah. He's like clicking on stuff and it was making all these stupid dial up noises. Yeah, They made the dial up internet like 56 K noise. And I fucking, uh, and this went on for like ever. And then nothing happens. Uh And then Ken cannon kind of gets up and starts to do like his, all right, it's over. Let's give up. Uh, and then the sun kind of blacks out and the room gets dark. And then this bright light and booming noise, and God appears on a fucking projector screen shooting out of the fucking phone right up on the wall above the pulpit. Uh, so it was funny. God looked absurd. I immediately was questioning it. Yeah. As soon as he popped up on the screen and he looked like a fucking like high school play version yeah. of God. Yeah. Uh, with like a big curly ridiculous wig and like just a fake ass beard. Anyway, <laughs> so he appears and at first he's all pissed because uh, he's like, they all have questions. And mm-hmm. he's like, how dare you question me? Uh, but then Jesse and Tulip come in hot and they're like, no, fuck you. Yeah. I love that Tulip just did that. Like, Yeah. And then, uh, so then he kind of like admires their like gumption and he's like, all right, fine. I'll answer your questions. Yeah. So everybody just starts fucking hollering and saying nonsense. Really in this sequence, the only important thing is Ken Cannon asks him, he tells everybody to shut up and he's like, is my daughter in heaven with you? And God's like, yes. And then we kind of see like peace almost mm-hmm. of a sense kind of come over Ken Cannon's face. Uh, and he sits back down. And then Jesse asks God, like, after everyone kind of gets done with all their questions, God's like, what about you, preacher? You Surely you have a question. And Jesse's kind of like, yeah, why'd you choose me? Like, why why, why all this? I failed. Mm-hmm. And God's like, no, you didn't fail. You saved everybody. Look, you saved the whole town. And Jesse's like, even Eugene? And God's like, yeah, him too. And that's when Jesse's kind of like, wait a fucking second. Right. Something doesn't add up. And yeah. you kind of see the realization wash over his face. And he's like, I sent Eugene to hell. And God... <laughs> quote air quotes god is like how'd you do that and jesse's like in genesis and god's like oh yeah <clears throat> mm, yeah with the thing yeah that's cool all right well <laughs> anyway i gotta fucking go yeah and so then jesse gets pissed as fuck and is like you're not god where's god and he uses the voice he makes him he's like tell me where god is and then fake god is like i, I don't know he's gone god's missing i don't know i don't know what's happening and then we kind of see him like freak out on some people off screen and they like drag him off camera and then they like shut down the camera. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was wild. It was real fucking wild. Yeah. Definitely wild. Yeah. As soon as everything started going like too well. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this is a sham. I I messaged you and I was like, I feel like this is Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I was I wasn't sure that it was Wizard of Oz because the show is so deliberately irreverent. Right. That right. I thought maybe God looking so ridiculous was just part of the bit. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was too, suspicious yeah. as soon as he appeared. I was like, that's fucking a little too silly. Yeah. Like, he looked fucking silly as fuck. Yeah. Anywho, so that happens. God's dead. God's missing. Nobody knows. Some fucking, like, white suits, like, drag fake God off screen. And then Jesse and Cass and Tulip just fucking are like, fuck it. And they just start leaving. Yeah. And they're like, uh... Ken Cannon starts hollering to denounce God. He's like, denounce him, Jesse Custer. And then uh, somebody asked where they're going. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Emily. Somebody asked them where they're going, and Jesse's like, Tulip wants French fries. Yeah. And they just walk out. Yes, yeah, so I loved it that they actually showed that even those angels had no idea about Genesis, which was really cool. Yeah. 
So I, li- I liked that touch. Uh, so then uh, we cut to just everyone in the church going fucking bonkers, just smashing the windows out and screaming yeah. and hollering. There Ken is no Cannon. God, so we better just tear this place up. Ken Cannon loses his fucking mind. He like climbs up on the fucking pulpit and like jer- jerks the cross down and is, like smashes the camera. And then we cut. Uh, but it was fucking wild. Uh, so then we cut to one of the darkest sequences I've ever seen in a TV series. Completely, completely <laughs> honestly. Um, so we first cut to Emily and she's talking to her kids mm-hmm. and she's kind of reassuring them like nothing's changed. We're still going to go to school. We're still going to get haircuts. We're still going to be good people. Everything's right. fine. And then we got a fucked up montage of real fucked up montage. So first we cut to, well, I was going to say right before that, her daughter asks like, or her daughter says something. And then she says, that's all uh, Emily says like, we never really needed him anyway. Like, basically, let me tell you a secret. We never needed God anyway. Right, I was right. like, damn, Emily, yeah. fuck. Yeah, Emily's off the chain. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to this fucking sequence, this montage of just dark shit happening left and right. Yeah. So we get we start with, like, the fucking hanging tree. Mm-hmm. And Larry, the, the mascot, is there. And he's smoking a cigarette. And he straight up just hangs himself. Uh-huh. Right, right then, just on screen, just hangs himself. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the school bus. Well, and it shows the math, and it shows the Indian, or no, the Indian does it, and then it shows. But that's that's oh, later. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so then we cut to the school bus, and we see a bunch of little girls coming off with like a bloody stick, and we go onto the bus, and the pedophile bus driver's there with like his dick chopped off, like dead, like bleeding all over the floor. What else? Oh, we cut to Tracy Loach's house, and her mom <sighs> puts a fucking pillow over her face and is killing her, and then her brother is there taking a selfie with her mom killing that, her in the background. That was the wildest part to me. Not her mom killing killing her. But her little brother, like, yeah. smiling and taking a selfie with yeah. it happening live action in the background. Yeah. I was like, ooh. That, that like, made me feel weird. Uh, then we see Ken Cannon, and he's made a gross meat child. Oof. He took his dead daughter's fucking skiing clothes and filled it up with a meat baby. And he's, like, sitting there crying and holding it and, like, smiling at it. Oof. I uh, didn't like that. Then we cut to Donnie's house, and he's lost his fire again. His wife's sitting there in, like, a fucking Dorothy outfit, and he's just laying there. He can't. He's lost his he's lost his passion again, and then we cut to very relevant Ken Cannon meeting power in the fucking shit tunnel, uh, and there's just tons of poop pouring down, and there's a bunch of methane, and then we pan into uh, the alarm going off, and we see like some scantily clad woman like trying to push <laughs> scantily clad. scantily clad her full butt was out <laughs> yeah. uh, with I a ball to, gag. I had to minimize. Yeah, I had to I had to I had to swap off, but it uh, doesn't work. But uh, it, she wasn't nude, but it was still sketchy. It, yeah, it was her whole butt. Um, and she's trying to figure out how to like f- release the pressure of King Hand and Meat and Power. And as we're like panning back away from her, it pans and it comes into focus that the pressure gauge guy is there and he's just dead. Yeah. He just got fucked to death and then <laughs> can't, can't do the pressure. Uh, so then we start seeing all the methane vents all over town just fucking dumping methane in the air. All, it shows like seven or eight of them. And the very last one we see, we go back to the rat water hanging tree for the final time. And Larry, the mascot, is there. And the prairie dog mascot is there right next to him, also hanging. And his cigarette is on the ground. And it lights up the methane and just nukes the whole the whole town. Mm-hmm. We see the church just get disintegrated like those old like nuclear test videos. Yeah. And so the whole, the whole town is just wiped out. We see all these people like suffering and giving up hope and like crying. And then they all just get obliterated by a fucking methane nuke. Yeah, all these characters that we spent the whole first season like learning about and like kind of coming to care about some of them. Yeah, like fucking to some degree, like Sheriff, like even Donnie now in the last episode, and like Emily, 
they all just got fucking obliterated. Just liquefied. Yep. So then we cut to uh, another sad-ass scene. We go back to the Breaking Bad scene. We see the fucking bus drop uh, Fior off, and he is alone. So last week when we said, surely they didn't just kill off DeBlanc permanently from the series, they fucking totally did. Yeah. If you guys listened to last week, Garrett was suspicious, and I was like, no, surely they didn't. They they would never do that. They fucking 100% did. Yeah. Because it's, again, as we, we talked about, it's such an important part. Of of the comic that his guns kill anything they hit, and, and that I, I get that, but you know it, it still makes sense to me in my mind that in his weird yeah. hell flashback dreams he wouldn't have magic pistols because yeah. it was a flashback of his real life. Yeah, but anyhow, regardless, now they fucking killed the Blanc forever. He's gone now. Yeah. Fiora's all alone with his comics. Fuck this show. Never watch it again. Anytime. <laughs> that was a real deep cut. Never gonna tell anybody about it. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah. depressing. Then it was we very go, sad. It was very I fucking, fucking sad. I fucking loved their interactions. Yeah, they were great. I mean, were, I get why they did it. I, like, I totally, absolutely get why they did that. Yeah. But it still fucking sucks because sucks. I loved them together. Uh, and it was obviously the easiest way to show that the guns kill angels. Cool fucking story. Uh, I'm still mad about it because then we see it later in the episode. But anyway, so then we cut to a diner out of town and Jesse and Cass and Tulip are there getting their French fries. And they're kind of just talking about what the plan is. And uh, what does Cass say? Uh, Which I was like, is that, I guess that diner's like outside of the town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, Cass is like, I'm down for a road trip involving sex, drugs, guns, and shady characters in bikinis. Uh, and then Tulip's like, so what's the plan? We're just going to drive around shooting people, getting wasted, and looking for God? And Jesse's like, yep. That's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. So cue up, last up, where we were talking about like, how much different the book is because it's basically a road trip. Now they're aligning with the book yeah. to some extent because yeah, some, some of it, some, some of, some of those now. characters don't appear until like the end and mm-hmm. they're all dead now. Yeah. Like Ken Cannon didn't happen until way later uh-huh. and he's now just a liquid puddle. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so they all get up to leave and Jesse goes to pay and he, we kind of see him talk to the cashier and say like, don't worry, I didn't forget about you. And we change camera angles and we see that it's Eugene and he still has like Jiminy Cricket crazy brain Eugene like psychoses. Mm -hmm. So that'll probably be incredibly relevant next season. Uh, Then we go outside. Oh wait, first we see the TV in the background talking about Anvil being nuked and everyone being dead. Uh, So then we go outside and Jesse is talking to Tulip and Tulip's like, so what is Genesis? And he's like, I'll show you. And he fucking like words her to kiss him. And they have like this really like passionate, like loving, like filter. There's like a ridiculous filter over the screen where they're just like making out. Pretty music comes on. But it was like, non-consenty like mm-hmm. he made her kiss him right. using magic right and I, it was uncomfortable yeah um and so then they stopped he, he didn't think that through very much yeah he didn't think it through at all because then as soon as they stopped she fucking busts him right in the snout she fucking like hauls off fuck. yeah she punches him right in the fucking nose <laughs> yeah. and she's like don't ever do that again yeah uh and then they hop in the car and they drive off happily ever after the end nope not the end we go back to Anvil. We see all the rubble. There's just like a wasteland and a bunch of debris on the ground, I'm going to call it. That's deliberate. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> Almost. Um, and we see the fucking Seraphim, the soccer mom Seraphim. She's not dead. She's respawned. She's walking around. Oh, her fucking torso explodes. A hole gets blasted right through her. A huge hole. And it's the goddamn, the Saint of Killers, the cowboy. And he fucking killed her. And she doesn't respawn because his guns don't allow it. We didn't need to kill DeBlanc to see that. We yeah. just got to see it. And he just says, it shows a close-up on his face, and he just says, Preacher. 
credits. Yeah. Fucking pumped. Yeah, dude. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was a great episode, and it perfectly set up the next season, which I think is going to be great. They're going to be road tripping around. It's going to be a hell of a lot more like the comic. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I read a lot and, uh, and watched a few interviews where they've definitely said that they plan on realigning with the comics, and it very seems it very it seems like they've very well set that up now. Yeah. And I actually was watching a, a panel at Comic-Con, which involved the cast um, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and Garth Ennis. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, and it actually turns out that a lot of these creative choices to, to diverge were actually Garth's idea. Whoa. Like, originally, Seth and Evan were like, let's just make the show out of the comic. Oh, and Garth damn. hit them up and was like, you can't do that. Really? Like, it's not going to work if you do it directly from the comics. We're going to have to make these changes and, like, explain these characters in this way differently. What? Yeah. So, like, all that, like, divergent shit from the comic was actually his idea, which makes it all that, like, better. Yeah, that's probably why it works so well. Yeah. Because he was like, ooh, no, this is my motherfucking story, and here's how you can do it on TV. <laughs> Garth Ennis is off the chain. Anyway, so, you know, well, it's an AMC show, so we probably have a year until season two. Oh. So fucking actually kill me. Yeah. Um, well, you'll have No Man's Sky. Yeah, but we can't fill up the beginning segment of every episode with No Man's Sky. Maybe know. we can. Yeah, Let's we try. Yeah, that'd be dope. Everybody, we're real fucking pumped about No Man's Sky. I don't know if you guys knew it. Uh, no Man's Sky is truly the Pokemon of Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> These meta bits. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, also in TV land, we have, uh, as of today, there was basically uh, a teaser thingy released that shows the next American Horror Story theme. And it's apparently going to be the Roanoke Colony. Awesome. Which I'm real mega pumped about. So they, they kind of touched on this in season one of, of American Horror Story. And they they did like a little bit with Zachary Quinto. He like tried to exercise uh, someone from the house. I don't even remember who it was. But he tried to exercise somebody by like chanting Croatoan. Right. So there has been a tie-in before. What I'm mega pumped about is that it's apparently going to be set in two different time periods. Interesting. Yeah, so there's a present day, and then it's going to be jumping back. I guess a lot like Coven did. Right. Yeah, Coven did a lot of, of stuff from, uh, like, multiple, slave days. Yeah, yeah multiple like, different, like, time frames. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it did more than more than just the two. Yeah, so apparently they showed some, like, stills, and some of what them... About, what about Crosby and Nash? <laughs> so they showed some stills, and they... Uh, <laughs> Some I'm of so them, sorry. Some of them were like uh, pilgrims, period, period pieces, yeah. And then some of them were present day, and they did show the like Croatoan carved into a tree. Very cool. Yeah. So nothing else has been stated. Uh, there's been some really interesting iconography that's been that's been uh, advertised. There's been like a bunch of sixes, which it is season six, right? But some people are speculating that it's going to like come back around with the first season. Because I guess they're supposed to be in the same universe. Like, all of this is supposed to be in the same universe, and that's kind of been hinted before. Right. Well, there's been characters who were straight up in multiple seasons. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, because... Uh, what was her name? Pepper? Yeah, yeah. She was in season two and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, four. Was it four? Yeah, because she was in Freak Show, and mm-hmm. she was in Asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's been a couple others. So there's some speculation that... So the first season, spoiler alert, from like six years ago, seven years ago... Uh, there, it kind of hints that that baby is going to be the Antichrist. It's kind of hinted. And there's some speculation from like the 666 showing that this season 
th- th- this is not confirmed, but it's uh, there's some speculation that it's going to like tie in and it's going to like that kid. Like it's that baby is going to be a kid now. Right. And it's going to be the Antichrist because like the whole deal is that was Evan Peters, mm-hmm. Evan Peters character, who was a ghost, uh, apparently impregnated. I forget her name, but the mom of Murder House. Right. And so then they like say, uh oh, like that's going to be like that was never supposed to be done. Right. And that, that's going to like create problems. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So that would be cool because that was just like a plot point that was like revealed, I think in the season finale of season one. Right. So it would be cool for them to go full circle. And I, I love season one. I loved, I loved uh, both the first two seasons a lot. And so I would actually love for them to cool to come full circle with that. Yeah, that would be really cool. But also the Roanoke colony thing is really, really, really mega cool. Uh, if you don't know, it's a really famous historical event that, that actually occurred in which, uh, in the, at the Roanoke colony, 118 colonists just disappeared. And when some more colonists got there and they found them all missing, all they found was a Croatoan carved into a tree, which was a nearby island that had some Native Americans on it. So there is some speculation that, taking all the supernatural elements out of it, that a bunch of people from the settlement just like died of sickness or starvation, and the remaining ones just went intermarried with the Croatoan. There is some speculation. And that makes sense. But there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this is definitely magic. And these people just actually disappeared. Yeah. They got abducted by aliens. There were yeah. witches. There were ghosts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's got a whole lot of different variations of different urban legends mm-hmm. and theories and foil, tinfoil hats, et cetera. Uh, but it's a really, really incredibly famous, basically unsolved mystery from mm-hmm. early American history. Yeah. And history, so it's history. really cool because there's potentially a lot there. That they can go with. Yeah, they can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. Because, it, it, I mean, it, we've already seen aliens. We've already seen ghosts. And we've basically seen goddamn near everything. But a lot of ghosts and some aliens. So, I mean, you could definitely throw those in there. And then it did show, I mean, if it is all the same universe, which it seems to be in the first episode. I mean, I'm sorry, in the first season. It did show that Croatoan, like even just the fucking word Croatoan, apparently has some magical power. Because it did start like expelling Ah, it's been so long. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, me either. But he like starts chant. I remember Zachary Quinto starts like chanting it, yeah. and it actually does start doing something. So yeah, that's that's really cool, man. Uh, not much more to talk about it. It did say that Lady Gaga is going to be in it, and uh, that's great. I, I didn't finish Hotel, but the, the like first half of the season that I watched, she was the best part of it. I think really, yeah, she was. Yeah, great. she won some awards, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it does suck that Jessica Lange is not doing it anymore because she is fucking incredible but i get why she's not she was in what four four seasons of it right and that's that's four years of, of her life that she wasn't really doing anything else in it it's a really time-consuming project to be in so i get that yeah and you know and she she did a really good job in the in the seasons that she was in and although i am bummed out to not see her anymore i get it i'm ready to see some more anthology shows i love this shit for real i don't know we talk about it all the time and i'm like this would be cool as an anthology this would be cool as an yeah, anthology because they really are awesome like i said i'm bummed that uh stranger things isn't going to be one yeah me too um i do think that so the three major ones are obviously american horror story true detective and fargo uh-huh. personally um american horror stories had some real ups and downs some seasons that were unfinishable in my opinion um freak show specifically yeah 
Everyone else in the world hated season two of True Detective, so that's arguable. We I think it. We I think liked it I think the best one so far is Fargo. I think season two yeah. of Fargo was fucking incredible. Damn. Um, I did read some rumors that the new Star Trek series might be anthology based. Really? And if that's the if that's the case, I'm fired up. Damn. Anyway, tangent tangent over. That'd be cool though. Yeah. St- the Star Trek thing. I'm fucking. I'm, I hadn't heard that. Make it happen. Fuck yeah, dude. So uh, teleporting on to some science. Uh, <laughs> sliding right into science. So, can you? I hope so. Anyway, uh, so yeah, glorping on over to science. <laughs> uh, I read some really cool thing today about uh, a Kickstarter project called Superbook. Uh, it's an Android laptop, but it's it's a shell laptop. So essentially, it's this laptop frame. It's got a keyboard mm-hmm. and, a, and a mouse pad and a screen and everything. But you plug your Android phone into it, and it just uses the hardware of your Android phone to power their own proprietary OS. So, so cool. yeah, your phone just turns off and is charging, yeah. but then all of its processing power is used to power this little laptop. Yeah. Yeah. You just fire up an app. Yeah. Uh, it looks really, really cool. Uh, they have, I think 18 days left on the Kickstarter. Okay. Their original goal was $50,000. And mm-hmm. as of right now, they've raised $1.3 million. Jesus. And they still have 18 days left. Jesus. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's really cool. It's re- it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it, it looks fucking awesome. It does have their own little proprietary OS. It's mm-hmm. not it's not running Android on the screen, mm-hmm. um, but it looks really cool. I mean, it all comes down to the power of whatever specific sure. phone you have. Yeah. But most of them these days are pretty fucking badass. Sure. But yeah, man, it looks really really cool. It's like a little average size laptop. Mm-hmm. It only costs a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's insane to me. Um, I don't know if it's something that they're gonna have like multiple different varieties because they've raised mm-hmm. so much fucking money. Like they might have a bigger one, right? Like a bigger screen. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, but man, I'm I'm fucking pumped. A hundred yeah. bucks, a hundred bucks, and like the best part to me is everyone already has a smartphone. Tons of people have Android phones already. You just get to throw a hundred bucks and have a laptop. What the fuck? That's awesome. Like that's so awesome. Yep. Because more and more, like, uh, laptops are already be- basically becoming obsolete. Yeah. And, like, more and more people are just going to just using their phones. Some people are using tablets. And, uh, yeah, just just to have the ability to, like... And I know that there have been some uh, intermediaries. Like, there have, been, there have been some, like, tablet that you can plug a keyboard into and it's basically a laptop. But, like, that's still that you have to buy a bunch of other shit. This is just pay $100 and you have a laptop because you already have a phone. Yeah. Apparent, like, I mean, it just seems like you just, uh, you know, as the years go by, you just, as you upgrade new phones, your computer just gets better automatically. Yep. That's fucking dope. Yep. They use the, they use the term future proof. Yeah. Like as long as like, because effectively it's just a goddamn screen with a keyboard attached to it. So yeah, as long as you just keep buying Android phones, you're totally fine. That's awesome. That's the best idea. Yeah. It's, I really... (sighs) I really hope that Google isn't an asshole about it at some point. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to like put some fucking code into Android so that you can't do it anymore. That would be real stupid. Yeah, it would. Um, That'd be like a Pokemon Go level thing. thing. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Take the the fun out of it. Make everything bad and make everyone hate everything and ruin everyone's lives personally. For real. Um, But yeah, I'm excited as fuck about it, man. I think it's a great idea. And and it's like, it's going to have like at like HDMI out. Mm-hmm. So you can just, oh, I have all these like movie files or whatever on my phone. And now I can just watch them on my TV. So cool. And no need to sync anything. Yeah. Awesome. Such yeah. a cool idea. Brilliant. Genius. It's honestly genius. And yeah. that's why it's made a million and a half dollars <laughs> yeah. in a fucking week. Not yeah. even a week. Just just to be able to have a computer 
for a hundred dollars that, yeah. that like a good computer. Yeah. That you'll never ever have to upgrade. Nope. Cause you just keep buying new phones as they come out and it just upgrades your computer. It upgrades every aspect of it. That's incredible. Yeah. It's really, really rad. Yes. Yeah, so also coincidentally in Kickstarter land, it's funny because a few weeks ago we stopped doing Kickstarter segments. And then today we, we both did a Kickstarter thing for our science part, which is awesome. Science and technology technically. Yeah. Uh, so I was checking out isolate, which are these like high tech pizzas. Yes. Fucking what are they called? God damn it. Earplugs. So they're just high tech earplugs. I was close. <laughs> yes. They're exactly pizzas. And, uh, What's really neat about them is that they're made by Flare Audio. They are a company that did a very successful campaign last year for headphones, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. And so now they are coming out with these earplugs. And basically, instead of just like normal earplugs are just like foam that you shove into your ears. And there's not there's not really any anything more to it than that. It's just basically like the effect of shoving cotton in your ears. Right. It's low tech. Yeah. And these so so normally the problem with with uh, earplugs is that while they do protect your your eardrums and everything, you know, from loud noises, effectively you're just if you if you take those to like a concert or something, you you're not going to hear a goddamn thing. And I and I've experienced this problem before. It's like you try going to like a show or something and you can't hear a goddamn thing. So cool, your ears don't hurt the next day, but like there's no point. You can't hear anything, right? Sucks. Which I mean, you you could argue that maybe these fucking concerts are too goddamn loud. <laughs> yeah, you you could argue that, <laughs> but I think, sometimes you, I think you could probably prove it. Yeah, so sometimes it really is absurd. Yeah, like sometimes it absolutely. I, I've gone to some shows, not not even like small. I'm talking big ass shows that I'm like, guys, my ears hurt right yeah. now. You, it's not even like hurting the next day. I'm like, oh god. Like why, why do you need this wall of sound? It doesn't make it sound better. If anything, it makes it sound worse. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the show, before your ears get used to it, you're like wincing at like every snare hit. Yeah. You're like, Oh oh, yeah. Why, why, why do we do this? But, but it's weird that it's like humans. All right. I can't speak to all humans. Maybe it's just a marriage. I don't fucking know, but we, it's like we've equated loudness, like volume with quality at live in live events. And that's so fucking stupid to me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So these earplugs are fancier than that. And they're still pretty cheap. And they're not they're not mega cheap, but they're like 40 bucks. And they still allow you... They have a metal component. And so it still conducts the sound so that you still get the full amount of volume. It just... I mean, I'm sorry. The full amount of sound and quality and fidelity. Effectively, I haven't used them yet, but what they're, what they're stating it does is that it just effectively lowers the volume. Right. Which is really fucking cool. And I definitely want a pair of them. I have some. I have some uh, fancy ass earphones. Yeah, yeah. I have, some, I, I have some earplugs that are made specifically for music, mm-hmm. and they have a fiberglass piece in them, so and it kind of does the same thing. But they're just kind of uncomfortable for me, right. so I don't really ever use them. But these supposedly are much more comfortable, so maybe they are. I kind of want to throw $40 at the problem and I still might because it has 12 more days to go. Right. So I might actually do it, but yeah, they've, uh, they were asking for $33,000 just over. It was like 33.2 and they've already hit 250,000. So yeah, so they dunked on it. They have a lot of different colors. Although if you, I think you have to spend extra money for the cool colors. I think I know, I know the, like the basic one, which is like 40 bucks. American is uh 
black. It's right. just the black ones, which is fine with me. I don't give a fuck what color they are. Is, is someone going to be seeing them? I don't know. But anyway, cool idea. And I like it. Not enough people, myself included, for the most part, uh, really take things like, you know, ear, ear health uh, seriously. Right. And, and I mean, very few people that I know go to like loud events and actually use ear protection. Very few people. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think this is a good idea and I, I, I like it. I'm glad that, that some people are uh, forward thinking about this. Pretty neat. All right. So let's, uh, let's move on to video games. Uh, we got a huge, huge update about Pokemon Sun and Moon today. Yeah, we did. So we're just going to talk about that and not do a second video game. We're only going to talk about one, mm-hmm. which is a, a little off the beaten path. But, I mean, it's a lot of shit to go over. Mm-hmm. And it's all cool. It is all cool. Like, 100%. F- like F word, McCousin swear. Uh, so very first thing we got, it was a trailer, but the first part of it was the uh, Alola Islands have new forms of old Pokemon. Which is so, the coolest thing alive. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And so we're talking like old Pokemon. Yeah, like Gen, Gen 1s that are now have different typing. Yeah. So very first, which this was, I was a little skeptical with this first one, uh, but it's still cool. Um, we got uh, Exeggutor has a new typing mm-hmm. uh, and it's Grass Dragon and it has like a, like a tall palm tree neck and like a tail with an extra head on it. Yeah. Uh, which at first when I just saw it, I was like, what? Why is this happening? But then I saw it's typing and I was like, oh, so it's actually like a basically a different Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they just fucked me straight up the ass. <laughs> so they're like, well, here's Vulpix and Ninetales, and they're Ice Fairy now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Whereas what? they were just fire. Yeah, they were fire. Now they're fucking Ice Fairy. Yeah. So, like, where's your Dragonite at? Where's your, <laughs> yeah. where's your Dragonite at? Yeah, it, it's it's like the meanest thing to do yeah. to dragons in the world. Yeah. So I love then, it. So then, keeping it going, we schlooped on to, we see Sand Shrew and Sand Slash are now Ice Steel. Yeah. And they so looked I'm, fucking awesome. Yeah, they did. I'm, I'm, so I'm guessing that there's some ice part of the island. And you're right, just right, going right, to go right, there right. and it's going to just be like old Pokemon, but they're ice now, which is so cool right. to me. Well, it is It is like four islands. So there mm-hmm. might just be one that's just like mountainous, mm-hmm. um, which is wild. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, this wasn't in a trailer, but I read a rumor that there may be a fire type Marowak in the game, Ooh. which isn't, it's filthy. <laughs> it's filthy. Yeah. Uh, so then the next thing we see is this new bird Pokemon, uh, called Oracorio, which has four different versions and four different typings based on which of the four islands you find it on, which is so cool. And their typings are all nasty. Uh, so one of them is fire flying, one's electric flying, one's psychic flying, and one's ghost flying. But electric flying is filth. Yeah. It's just total, act, just yeah. nasty trash. So I'm really hoping, it hasn't it hasn't been confirmed, but I'm really, really hoping that this bird is like the Pidgey of this of this version. Because there's always, there's always two Pokemon. Right. That are like... Like in the in Gen One, it was it was Pidgey is the bird that's every goddamn where, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Rattata, which you might be familiar with if you played Pokemon Go before they fucking ruined it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it was the same way. Like Pidgeys, Spearow, and fucking uh, Rattata are fucking everywhere. And um, Pidgey, Rattata, 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 Pidgey, <laughs> Pidgey, Rattata, Pidgey. <laughs> and so I'm really hoping that because uh, in in this new trailer it showed. Two Pokemon, because there's there's always like a rodent Pokemon that's goddamn everywhere, right? And and it showed like a rodent Pokemon, and I'm really hoping that that's the one because it actually looks cool. But I'm really hoping that that bird is the Pidgey. I don't think so. 
Because I think seemed, it's too goddamn yeah, cool. It seems a little too badass. Yeah. yeah. And they they also revealed another one already that is like a woodpecker that's much more in line with like shitty bird Pokemon. Right. So on top of that, on top of having four different typings based on which island you find it, um, it also has uh, an ability called Dancer, which any Pokemon that uses a move against you that has Dance in the name, it automatically copies it. Right. And guess, it, guess how many Pokemon moves have Dance in the name? Oh, fuck. Little. Yeah. And it, it does it immediately. Yeah. Like as soon as they use any move with Dance in it, your Oricorio immediately does it back to them. <laughs> Which fuck. Yeah. I don't know what the limits are. It might be like once per battle or something like that. Probably not. Probably just willy nilly. Which is wild. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Because they're just going to be like swords dance. Oh, thanks. Dragon uh, dance. Oh, you're schleeped. Yeah. You got glums. You yeah. got glum shoes. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Um, so then we move on to Minior, which is a little meteor Pokemon, which was super cute. <laughs> uh, but he's rock flying uh, and has this move called Shields Down, which is essentially... So it's like a little meteor and it has really, really incredibly high defensive capabilities. But then once you get it to half health, it's little rocky exterior breaks off and <laughs> reveals like a little core, uh, which apparently then it becomes like super attack, like super fast attacks. Yeah. Uh, and also has a bunch of different colored cores, which are random. We don't know if that actually does anything, like if that's actually typing or if it's just a little cool little like, oh, I got a blue one. You got yeah. a red one. Let's trade. Yeah. And it might it might be just kind of like... Uh Oh God! What were they called? The in XY there was the uh, the butterfly, right, right, right. And which it was had just like, like a thousand different fucking yeah. varieties, which was just really cool. Yeah. I, I liked that. Uh, so then we saw the evolution of Young Goose, which is Gumshoes, which somehow looks even more like fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> um, prove me wrong. Uh, then we saw, and this one kind of fucking blew my mind. So we saw the evolution of Fomantis, which is Lorantis. And it's got Mantis in the goddamn name. And it's based definitely on a Mantis. It's got... Like, more so than Scyther. Yeah, it's got little Mantis claws. It's got bug eyes. It's got wings. But it's just grass type. It's not not bug. bug. Not grass bug. Which is fucking wild. They didn't want it to get, like, quadruple damage from fire, I guess. I mean, I get that, but, like... Fuck yeah! It looks it is a bug. It is more looks more like a bug. Yeah, than just a at that point, plant. just make it a fucking bug type. Uh, but it has a new move called Solar Blade, which mm-hmm. essentially looks like if you just did Solar Beam and caught it and then sliced somebody with it off chain, which is fine. Uh, I did read <laughs> that <is> in the <laughs> I read in the description of the move that it has the uh-huh. ability to, to slice rocks in half. So I don't know if that means that it's going to be like an actual like rock smash. Ability. That'd be cool. That'd be cool um, if it doubled. Which is fine. If it got like a free HM. Yeah. That would be fucking cool. Which is fine. Which is which is fine. Which um, is good. But it looks really cool. The animation's really fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of the moves that they 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 revealed in this gen are fucking baities. Yeah. So then we saw the the pre evolution of Mudsdale, which is Mudbray, which looks like a little jackass. <laughs> uh but also still looks really cool. Muds, yeah, Mudsdale looks fucking like one of the coolest looking ones we've seen I so far. It. I love it. Uh, and then they fucking, you can goddamn ride on fucking Pokemon. Yeah. It That's shows in the video. It shows them riding on a Tauros, a Mudsdale, a Sharpedo and a Charizard off the chain. And they all, they actually like, you're actually flying if you're riding on a Charizard and you're actually swimming if you're riding on a Sharpedo, etc. So uh, I wonder it, if this is going to be just specific Pokemon like they've kind of done in the past or if that's just what happens when you use an HM, like if you use surf with a Pokemon, you just get to like hop aboard, but it just has a thing now. But I wonder because this, if, this, this is a feature that is actually called Poke Ride. So I don't think it's just HMs. Huh? It did show like the Tauros breaking through a rock 
when really. he was riding on it. Damn. But it is an actual feature called Poke Ride. Yeah. Well, no. What I'm, I guess, what I'm specifically saying is, I wonder if it's certain Pokemon that can do it, or if just all because there's a fuckload of Pokemon that can learn HM. Well, I would figure that there's probably some. Like, what's that little fucking like bug type that's like the size of my fingernail? Ooh, I don't know. There's some bug type that's like the smallest Pokemon. You mm. probably can't ride on that fucking thing. No. Or like that new one they showed that's like a mosquito hummingbird. Right, right. You probably can't ride on that one. Let me hop on. <laughs> Seems like a mistake. Uh, put <laughs> but one, it did, one on it, each foot. It did look dope with that Charizard. Dude. That Charizard with a little saddle. Because you get a little saddle. Yeah. And like handlebars. Honestly, the Sharpedo looked dope too. Yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah. just cruising and you were, for yeah, a bruising. And you were zipping. Yeah. Like he was going so goddamn fast on that thing. But I, like that's what I'm, I'm wondering because so normally in Pokemon games, if you use Surf, it just makes like a little, like it looks like a little like shell sticking out of the water, like something's back. But in last, was it last gen? Yeah, yeah, last gen. Um, or wait, no, no, it was it was a fucking it was the re-release of Ruby Sapphire. Oh, okay. Um, if you caught a Lapras and you taught Lapras Surf it would actually just have a Lapras and you could like ride on its back, but it was only Lapras that did that. No other Pokemon did that. Right. If you use surf, it was still just like their back sticking out of the water and you were, you just got on it except for Lapras. So I'm wondering if it's like specific Pokemon, like Charizard gets to fly, but only Charizard and then like Sharpedo, but it's only Sharpedo. But that doesn't really make sense because it showed both Mudsdale and Tauros being ridden on. Like- uh, well, I'm saying like maybe it's just certain ones like select Pokemon. Because there's a fuckload of Pokemon that can learn fly that you can that you can fly with, so I'm wondering if they did that animation and just like stuck a saddle on their back for every one of them. That'd See, and that, and that's why I, that's why I think it'll be different than just using an HM. Mm-hmm. I think that it will be specific Pokemon, uh-huh. but I think it'll be like you have a Taurus that you can ride any anywhere, like if you were riding a bike. Oh, okay. But then it can also use an HM. Oh, got you, got you, got you. So I don't think it'll be like you use Rock Smash and then you jump on the Tauros and then you can just ride it. Oh, okay. I think you'll just be able to ride it. Yeah. And then it has the ability to use okay. an HM. You know what would be really cool? If they just basically did away with HMs. That would be cool. I, I, I've just hated it for so long because it, it, it causes a weird thing in which basically for most of the game you have to have Pokemon that you don't give a fuck about. Right. Just taking up a place in in your in your uh roster and some of them are real good about it like some of them can just learn like everything like empoleon could just learn like almost every hm move and so but i mean you can still only teach them four but it would just be cool well and, and some people have speculated for a long time like it would be cool to just be able to teach hm moves to a pokemon not as an attack move right like, so you're not wasting one of your slots yeah, yeah. just like this one learns surf but he can just fucking surf now. And then he has four moves that he uses in combat. Yeah. Some people have even said, like uh, suggested, like once you have the HM surf, all applicable Pokemon that you could teach surf to just know it so long as they're in your party, but it doesn't right. take up a slot unless you want it to, which would be fucking dope because some of them just aren't good. Like surf's fucking good, but it flies good. But some of the other ones, we'll see though. It, but it, Regardless, at the end of the day, it's fucking dope. And I can't fucking wait to just be like cruising around on oh, my yeah. fucking Mudsdale. On my six foe. Um, <laughs> so that was fucking rad. Blew, blew my mind. This whole trailer's already just been fucking blowing my complete and total mind hole. Uh, and then we move on to finding out that there may not be gyms. And there may not be gym leaders. So first we find out about the island challenge, which there are trial leaders on each of the islands for 
Uh, and they have these weird special tasks for you that are kind of like a quest, like collect these things for me or like mm-hmm. complete this task for me, etc. Um, and then I believe you battle them. Yeah. Uh, and then you battle at the, after you've completed their trial, you battle what's called a totem Pokemon, <laughs> which is some badass like boss gym leader Pokemon that has like special boosts that he can apply to himself. And then also they can summon like Other ally Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. So they can cool. summon like backup Pokemon to come help them <laughs> fuck you up. Uh, so that's super cool. I love it so much. That's um, such a cool idea. Yeah. I, it looked really, really interesting. I'm real fucking fired up about it. Yeah. I love how much of the paradigm they're changing for this, for this uh, generation. Yeah, absolutely. And then the final thing that we saw in the trailer was Z moves. <laughs> Which are basically mega evolutions for attacks. So yeah. apparently, mega evolutions are not going to be in this gen, um, but they are going to have Z moves, which are a huge, powerful special attack. Um, they're just like type specific. Like there's one for each typing that you can use once per battle, and they look fucking. It looks like your Pikachu just turns into Goku for a minute. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. just. It's really cool. It's just Vegeta. Um, <clears throat> The coolest thing about it that I found out later, so you can, this is just a part of the game. You can just get these and unlock them and use them. But they're also coming out with a peripheral, uh, the vocalist of Jane's Addiction. Oh. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it's a toy. It's a Z-ring, and it's like a bracelet that you put on, and you snap in the different typings that you want of which of the Z-moves you want to be able to use, and then you actually like use the bracelet to activate them in the game, and it like act like lights up and vibrates and makes sounds. And it's just an optional; you don't yeah, have to right, have right. that. Uh, but it only costs like twenty six bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, fucking give it to me. Yeah, that's so cool. Give it to me now. But it looks <laughs> awesome. I mean, you know, like why would you not want some cool live action cosplay prop that you can actually use in conjunction with the game? Love it. And to do like some ultimate like kill attack. Yeah. It's going to be dope. And, I, the, and the attacks looked so fucking cool. That's really interesting that they're not doing the mega evolutions mm-hmm. because I wonder what's going to happen now. Like, that's just kind of interesting. Yeah, it seems like maybe they've replaced them sort of with the Z moves and with the um, Alola typings. Yeah. Like it's the, very the alternate versions. Yeah. I wonder, like, I wonder what's going to happen. Because, I mean, like, a, an Ice Fairy Ninetales is objectively better than a Fire Ninetales. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. So there's like zero good ice Pokemans. And who knows like how many of those we might get. Yeah, well and another thing that we didn't really get to touch on was um so tons of these new Pokemon that they're showing have unique special abilities. And they are all fucking wild. So yeah. the only one we touched on was the dancer ability, but there's a few other ones that are fucking disgusting. Yeah, there's this fucking like poison lizard. Yeah, uh what was it? Uh Salandit, I believe. Yeah, something like that. And it, it's its ability is corrosion, and it means that it can use it can poison poison types and steel types, which is like fucked. Yeah, that's insane. That's it's, so cool. It's totally fucked. So yeah, in the video, it actually showed it using toxic yeah, on a steel type on a fucking Skarmory. Yeah, just that's the ultimate fuck you. That's awesome. Real that's, wild. That's so cool. Doesn't Muzdale have something else that's bonkers? Like, doesn't have some defensive ability that like. It has two abilities. I don't remember which the other one was. The other one is something where, like, once it starts to take more damage, its defense rises or something like that. We oh, read about that oh, when yeah, they yeah, first yeah, announced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is it Mudsdale that does that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that, that. That There's one that every time it gets a physical... Yeah, it is Mudsdale. Every time it gets a physical hit, it increases its damage. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. It's, it increases its, its defense. defense. Yeah. So, yeah, regular defense. Yes, yeah, so that's what it is. I think, yeah, Owen Tempo's already been in the game before. So that's that's already awesome. But yeah, like, 
that's a, that's an awesome ability. Yeah. Just like every yeah, it doesn't raise special defense, but even still, like raising your defense. What were those absurd abilities that Zygarde had? There were two. One of them was like arrow something that you. Oh, that's an about. attack. Oh and yeah, it, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. That's it, right. It, it, like so, there's there's new little Zygarde cells and stuff, but yeah, it has like there's like a dog Zygarde now, and it and it learns an ability that is like something arrow. But anyway, it's a ground type move that can hit flying targets and uh, Pokemon with the levitate ability, which is already like fuck off. And then, um, <laughs> and then it m- prevents it from be- getting switched out, prevents it from fleeing, and then it also for the rest of the match it can get hit by any other ground type move. Woof! Yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then there were a few other special abilities that we read about. I didn't, yeah, I didn't retain them all. A but. lot of the, a lot of the Pokemon that they've shown so far have have unique yeah that uh, have like never been in the game before yeah that uh the shields down that yeah. um uh Minior has has yeah. never been in the game before yeah it's it's so neat so they're i guess they're specifically showing us the pokemon that do have like unique unique abilities which i like yeah so. anyway. but all in all they keep releasing more updates about the game and it's just like mind-blowing yep so it comes out in november and November 18th, that's basically tomorrow. Yeah, which is funny because that is coming up real swift like, but they still haven't shown the uh the evolutions of the starters, which I'm still really interested in because yeah. I'm hoping to god that they salvage that goddamn seal. I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna do it. It's, it's just gonna, gonna be happen. the stupidest fucking looking thing in the world. As long as Rowlet just turns into some fucking badass, I don't care. Just gonna be like fucking uh what is that Leo thing? Fire. So- uh, Salada? Sol- I don't know. No, no, no. The fire, the fire line, the previous one. Oh, Pyroar. Yeah, Pyroar and like his brother. <laughs> Sorry, my Pyroar. I came up with this really solid bit there. You guys, you're welcome. Artisanally <laughs> crafted comedy bits. So let's glitch reboot on over to movies. That doesn't even apply. What's yeah. not? Doesn't even tie into anything. It felt like making a reboot reference. That's an um, reference. So I just wanted to touch on some Avengers <laughs> news, as you do, because we yeah. like to talk about comics. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish you guys could see the fucking just like disappointed faces he makes at me throughout the podcast <laughs> when I make true. these terrible fucking bits. It honestly gives me life blood. Um, <laughs> you, so, do, you do get happy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. It's really great. Tormenting you is, is just juicy. Um <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, they made an announcement about, and we'd kind of heard that they'd kind of changed that they were going to have Infinity War Part 1 and 2, mm-hmm. but they hadn't really given any news about it. Right, right. So they did announce officially that in 2018, it's going to be uh, Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. It's just one. It's not a two-parter anymore. And then in 2019, they are still having an untitled Avengers movie that is not a second part. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of speculation. This is obviously going to lead into Phase 4. We are almost balls deep in phase three right now. Right. Once Dr. Strange comes out, I think that's officially balls deep. Um, <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, so there's a lot of speculation that this new untitled Avengers movie in 2018 is going to sort of lead us off into phase four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be a new Avengers. So, my theory is that we'll probably see some major character, either deaths or retirements at mm-hmm. the end of infinity war, probably deaths. Cap will probably die. Yeah. Um, maybe Tony. 
Um, but they're definitely going to retire. Right, right. Maybe maybe Tony dies and Cap gets old. Yeah. You know, like the old, we slurp the juice out of him and then mm-hmm. he becomes an old man. Yeah. And then Falcon takes up the mantle. Please, please. That would be a cool comic way to book, do it. Comic book movie gods, I'm begging you. Yeah, that would be a cool uh, Because then it. we'll have, by then, by the time Untitled comes out, mm-hmm. uh, we will have had Spider-Man. We'll have Thor 3. Who knows what we're going to see there. Mm-hmm. We'll have Doctor Strange. Yeah. We'll have Black Panther. We'll have Captain Marvel. We'll have Infinity War, which, according to the Russos, seems like it's going to introduce some characters on its own. Yeah. Apparently a whole mess of them. Yeah, so we'll have more than enough peeps for a new team. Yeah, completely new. So um, people are fairly certain that Untitled Avengers is just going to be new Avengers. Which would be really cool because in the comics, the the Avengers has such a rotating roster that it would be really, really neat for them to branch out and make like a a completely new from the ground up Avengers team. Yeah. Like like, they literally could do it with no repeats. As much as like the team is solid now. Yeah. Like... Like Black Panther, oh, Cap- yeah. Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider Man team is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that would be cool. Maybe, maybe Star Lord. Oh yeah, yeah. I would be okay with them like taking him out of Guardians. Yeah, and having Jumping him, him and having him be in Avengers by himself. Yeah, like That'd I mean, cool. there's nothing to say. I mean, obviously the continuity is ridiculous in these mm-hmm. movies anyway. There's nothing to say he can't be also in Guardians three if they sure. do it. Yeah, but like I like the idea of maybe him just being in a new Avengers team. But you don't need it. I mean, you can have. Yeah. It, uh, hopefully, they'll do at the very least Falcon as Cap. I, yeah. would, I would love that. Yeah, because that was in the comics, and that that is such a cool, interesting idea, and it would be neat. And people do like him a lot. I like him a lot. I'm really and, curious to see how these movies turn out, like how um, Brie Larson does, right, and how uh, Benedict actually does. Sure. Because who do you actually choose to be the new team, the new team leader? Like can yeah. Anthony can Anthony Mackie actually carry the movie like Chris Evans can? Sure, yeah. If he actually got cast as as Falcon hmm. Cap, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he, I mean he has luckily he has a couple more movies before that happens to 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 kind of if if they're going to go that route that they can kind of beef him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I'm just saying sure. it, it, on a team that has fucking Chadwick mm-hmm. Boseman's Black Panther. Yeah, how do you can can you Anthony Mackie that? can Captain America if if in some fucking timeline, we end up with Anthony Mackie as Falcon Cap. Mm-hmm. Would you put him as Captain America, the de facto leader of the Avengers, right. over like fucking Doctor Strange or Black Panther? Sure, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would love to see Black Panther be the leader of the Avengers. I don't cool. know if they can justify him doing that. Sure, because Black Panther is notoriously fuck you. I right. got my own shit to worry about in Wakanda. <laughs> right, obviously, as we saw from the end of Civil War. Sure, yeah. Still a cool idea. And Doctor Strange doesn't really make sense to lead either. Mm-hmm. Maybe Spidey. That would be cool. Honestly, just give it to fucking Brie. Yeah. Just let, just let Captain Marvel be the fucking, the that new captain cool. of the Avengers. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. That would Hawkeye. be fucking dope. Hawkeye, get in here. You're the Hawk, captain now. Jeremy Renner's a butt. <laughs> Love to death. Great guy. I've known him a long time. He's like a brother to me. We grew up together. One of my best friends. But he's a fucking butt. We were just reading earlier about how he was so fucking mad about... Hawkeye being a quote zombie, which makes no sense yeah. in the first movie, that he wanted Hawkeye to die at the end. Yeah, what the fuck? He like asked them, like, can you just kill me off because I'm like a, a useless zombie? That just reminded reading that article, it just reminded me of like that kid growing up on the playground that everyone knew that was just that kid. Like yeah. something would happen, anything would happen that he's not the star of the show. That kid's like, oh, I'm just, I mean, I'm just gonna go home. I'm just, you know? yeah, this is crippling me. I'm going to take my super soaker and go home. Yeah. Is basically what Jeremy Renner was doing. But luckily, whatever, they 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 did some cool stuff with him in the next couple of movies, and now he's not butt mad about it. Good on you, Jeremy Renner. But anyway, yeah, fuck Hawkeye. 
I actually like him in the movies. I mean, he's great. That, I'm just that, saying, that does suck, though. That that is such a bad attitude to have. Like, I'm just saying, I don't want him leading the team. Yeah, that's my only point. I got you, dude. I don't want his face carrying the team. Man, who's gonna stick around? Like, is Scarlet Witch gonna stick around? <laughs> that would be cool, are especially since get... there's like talks of potentially doing her movie. Yeah, like, is Widow gonna stick around? Is like fucking Vision gonna stick around? Yeah, what's gonna happen with War Machine? Oh yeah, is he gonna become yeah. a satellite? That happened in the comics. Everybody relax. He got like cyborg poisoning. All I'm, all I'm saying is, in the like in the next fucking movie, they better just pull what they've done in like every other movie where where he just walks in and he's like, oh yeah, I'm totally fine because like while it, like in between movies, Tony just like spruced me up. Yeah, because it's fucking Marvel comics. <laughs> Why am I even hurt? Yeah, I was I was really annoyed by that specifically because in the previous movie they'd shown the goddamn like Vision birth chamber. Yeah, they just, can just fucking, heal anybody. Yeah, they just put, they put a plug in old Hawkeye. Yeah, and not in his mouth, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so you're telling me that like you can't you can't heal his his back damage? Why? But he did dance off after the fucking Tony Stank bit. Yeah, they left that in as a blooper. Yeah, that's a that's a goof. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's real stupid. I mean, you can go to fucking Asgard and they just have like magic force field healing machine. Remember? Yeah, yeah. they can just magic. It's just magic. There's yeah. Magic. I feel like it has to happen. I feel like they're definitely not going to keep him. It's probably going to be like the goddamn arc reactor where they just don't even mention it. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he's fine now, and Tony's going to be like, oh yeah, I did a thing. All right, moving on. They don't even. Uh, yeah. I would actually be fine with that just because it would be such a goddamn comics thing to do. Yeah. To just be like, oh, yeah, he's fine. This is lasers. So <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We only have one or two Infinity Stones left. We only have one, I, right? I don't remember. I know we've talked about this before, and I thought there was two left. Oh, wait, wait there's six total, aren't there? Yeah. Then, yeah, we have two left. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll see one in Doctor Strange and the other one probably in Guardians. Yeah. Two. Okay. Almost certainly. So jumping over to one last thing uh, in, in the other in the other land of of comic books in DC. So we have Suicide Squad coming out in uh, just a, just a hot minute. Yeah, like fucking four days or something. Yeah, shit. which is really cool. I'm really pumped up about it. But uh, it was really so I wanted to touch on some some cool stuff that I was reading about today. Just it's it's not very much stuff, but uh, specifically about Joker. So David Ayer talked about why he went the uh, like gangster Joker in it. And I know a lot of people have been asking that, including us. Like, even when it first came out, we were like, what the fuck is this? Which now it's grown on me. But it was really neat that he talked about, uh, he went back to, like, the very first iteration of the Joker in, like, the 40s. Mm -hmm. And the Joker was fully just, like, a gangster. Right. Like a Tommy gun in a fucking suit suit. Yeah. And so, and I mean, Jack Nicholson's Joker was similar to that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so he basically just kind of extrapolated that. And right. was like, what would that be like? What would a gangster be like in 2016? What would like a gangster Joker be like now? And so that was really cool that that he took a progression of that. He, and so that this is his version. And then he specifically, it sounded like he just kind of gave the idea to to Jared Leto, and was basically just kind of like run with it. And he just Jared Letoed it. Yeah. So following that up. So I read this other article that was talking about how Jared Leto has been like method acting the fuck out of this. Yeah. So I actually watched an interview where Will Smith talked about this. Oh really? The yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was actually like a, the very first one that he did. Will Smith told the story on, uh, it might've been, no, it was actually on the comic con panel. Damn. Yeah. Will Smith told the story of the very first gift that, uh, Mr. J delivered. Well, and so, yeah. So apparently he, he gave them, in character, he's been he's been method acting this character. He's been like fully living as the Joker. Also, just to kind of build it up a little bit, apparently he started 
this before like anyone else had even remotely gotten into their characters. Oh, really? Yeah, like this for the very first gift that he gave them uh-huh. was like their very first like table read before anyone even had an idea of their characters. Whoa. Because he was the very first person cast. Oh, was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so uh so he in the character fully of of the Joker kind of broke down what he would give each character. Mm-hmm. And so he gave Deadshot like a suitcase full of bullets. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It, they haven't released what all gifts. And he and Jared Leto specifically, when asked about it, he said that some of them were made up. Like mm-hmm. some, some, like the media's like said some stuff that wasn't real. But he did state three of them. One was a suitcase full of bullets. He gave Harley Quinn like a box with like a poem. I think each one had like a little poem. Mm-hmm. And then, but the box had like a live rat in it. Mm-hmm. That was the very first one. Oh, was that? Yeah. Okay. I thought, I thought it was the bullets. Okay. And then, um, and then he gave someone cupcakes, mm-hmm. which I feel like you can't eat those cupcakes. <laughs> Probably had like acid in them. <laughs> yeah. Or like razor blades. But yeah. And so he gave each, each and every one of them a gift. And I think that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And then, uh, apparently he sent them and I would love to see this, but he sent them like a video that was like, Hey guys, like I can't be there, but here's this video. And they were saying that he was just being like super nice and, and stuff on the video in character. And then all of a sudden just flips out and starts like being like psychotic. And it was, they were saying it was terrifying. Yeah. So it was like the very first table read and Will Smith was there and uh, Margot Robbie was there and a few other people Uh and Jared wasn't there. Right. And like some like huge, like muscular, like beef castle dude comes walking in with this box uh-huh and he's like hey this is a gift from mr j no and he like way. gives it to margo <laughs> and like just walks out and they're all like what the fuck and then like yeah the poem is there and uh, she reads it and then she opens the box and there's a full live ass rat and they all just fucking lose their minds whoa yeah they just flip the fuck out because it's like a full giant live rat just in a box jesus and that was like literally like the first day whoa yeah and he was already just like nope i already fucking lost 50 pounds gained 70 pounds lost 110 pounds from jared leto jesus my hair's long yeah so this this is gonna be awesome i i think that he's gonna kill it i i think this movie is gonna be fucking awesome I think. yeah i'm real excited i have i have high hopes especially to see a little more um, batfleck honestly yeah yeah man spoilers I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be cool, man. I, I think I think we're all gonna be really pleasantly surprised about this I hope movie. So. Yeah, I mean, Jared Leto is like just fucking a fantastic actor, just awesome in every way. Can't wait. So yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. Done. So yeah, we'll probably talk about it again after we after we watch it. Yeah, almost certainly. Depending on how good it is, we'll almost certainly talk about it next week. Yeah, man, at fifteen episodes done, that is a lot. That's a lot of ups. We're almost four months in. Yeah, that's crazy. It doesn't feel like it. No. It hasn't felt like a chore. No, it's a lot of fun. In fact, doing today, this. all day, I was fired up about doing this episode. Yeah, it's a lot of fun doing the podcast. And it's it's also crazy, like looking at a lot of other podcasts that don't do this every week. Yeah, they really don't do this every week. They're not as funny as us. <laughs> Their production quality doesn't sound as good as ours, even though we've started compressing more to save you guys a little memory when you're downloading. But, you know, if you've made it this far, which is no one, literally no one is listening right now. Um, but. <laughs> On the off chance that you are, you should uh, share our podcast with your friends. We'd yeah. like to we'd like to have more people listening 
not not for like fame or fortune, but honestly, just so we can get more feedback. Yeah. It's nice to be able to say, you know, like, hey, do you guys want to see a giveaway? Or like, hey, should we talk about this? Or like, should we change these segments and actually get more than zero responses as we have thus far? It would be cool. It would be really cool. I sound a little bit salty, but honestly, I, that's just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, it really is just a bit. I just, w- it would be cool to get more feedback from you guys. So, it would if, be cool. if anyone is listening, feel free to let us know. You know what I mean? Like, what should we add? What should we, is there anything coming up that you think we should talk about? Absolutely. Is there anything we should change about the, about the podcast? Uh, we really would, we really are interested in the idea of doing some giveaways. Mm-hmm. So, like, what kind of stuff do you think would be cool within reason, obviously? Right. And other, uh, other just interactions with, people in general that we could we could incorporate into this that would be really neat yeah so fucking share it up you know post it tell your parents tell your old ass conservative parents <laughs> that's the demo that we're going with for sure on, on this, this on this episode we definitely said donald trump and captain america so i mean it's <laughs> oh we said god too oh, at yeah. least once that's awesome so it's definitely for them awesome all right guys see y'all next week